You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the King of Kings. You the are the Lords of Lords. The Lords of Lords. Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. So Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The Omega. The King of Kings. The King of Kings. The Lords of Lords. The Lords of Lords. Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. Say, wonderful Holy Spirit. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my spirit. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Then also tonight, Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. I can see here in Big Live we we are about 117 something there, and that's why I said that if you were like that, 
Jesus Christ only said that if two of or three come together in my name, there I am. Then you can be assured that Jesus Christ is here. Heaven is here. And also tonight we'll have a privilege to sing unto God. As the praises goes up, his glory comes down. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.
Just wanna say we worship and adore you, and we thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, tonight we'll be going straight to the word of testimony and the word of God tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our testimony as follows. Blood drop stops after prayer. There is a woman who called Pastor Robert for prayer. She used to have a drop of blood every time she urinates. This problem has been going on for three years. She used to go to the clinic, but they were not able to diagnose her after doing tests. She also suffered a pain on her chest. Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone. Today she called to testify that the pain has stopped. The blood drops after urinating has stopped as well. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. we have our morning prayer, which is followed by our mid day service at 5 to 12. Then we have our evening service at half past six every night. And then we have our midnight prayer, which starts at 5 to 12 every night. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the bank details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on Messenger, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight, read the Word of God from the book of Matthew chapter 9 from verse 27 NIV. Matthew 9 from verse 27, it says, As Jesus went on from there, 
two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he took their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, Say that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the man who had been oh, the crowd was when the demon said, nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight we'll be going straight to the to the word of God and the word of God will be coming with power, power of the Holy Spirit, power to heal, power to bless and power to protect in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyway, you know, if you are a spiritual person, you will know that that atmosphere now is charged. The power of God is so strong. Anyway, we'll be going straight to the Word of God, to the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse number 27. The Bible says that as Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him. And called out, have mercy on us, son of David. When he has gone indoors, the blind man came to him and he asked them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. And he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. But very first way we want to start is here in verse number 27 where the Bible says that the Bible says that as Jesus went from there there were two blind men who followed me him followed Jesus saying so that son of David have mercy on us You know what I want to just say to us tonight I want you to understand who is the son of David you know, when they were referring to Jesus as the son of David, Jesus Christ, is he the son of David? Oh, we know from what we were talking about a few days ago that Jesus is not the son of David, is the son of God. When we say that Jesus is the son of God, we are going back to his birth. The Bible says that when Jesus Christ was conceived by his mother Mary, it was the time that um, they were pledged to be married. It was before they, they come together as a husband and wife. Then the Bible says that Mary became pregnant, or before she even became pregnant, the Bible says that the angel of God came, which is Gabriel, came to Mary, and Mary said that, uh, said to Mary, Mary, you are going to be pregnant. And Mary said that, how is it going to be? Because I don't know any man. 
And the Bible said that, the angel of God said that, the power from the Most High will be overshadowed thee, so that that which shall be born shall be called the Son of the Living God. Just to make sure that Jesus Christ is the Son of the Living God, is not the Son of is not the Son of Joseph. Jesus is the Son of the Living God. Then, Jesus is the Son of God. Is not the son even of Joseph, and is not the son of David biologically. Then the one who fathered Jesus Christ to grow up in this world was mm-hmm. Joseph. Joseph, when they were looking for parents at school, when they asked for the reports for the meeting at school, who was representing Jesus, was the Holy Spirit appearing. Yes, is the child of the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit dwelleth among Jesus. But when they wanted the parents of Jesus, the one who was appearing, it was not David. The one who was appearing to take the report of school of baby Jesus, it was not. It was not uh, the holy. It was not the Holy Spirit. It was not David, but it was Papa Joseph. Papa Joseph was the one who helped to groom and to grow Jesus Christ in this flesh. That's what the Bible talks about one time when Jesus Christ was 12 years old. The Bible said that they went to um, about Jerusalem for a banquet there. And the Bible said that um, when they were there, they were surprised. The child, when they left and got back home, the child was left in the temple there. And the Bible said that they looked for the child, the child Jesus. Jesus was lost. As they were, Jesus Christ was lost, and the Bible says that they went back. As they went back, they found Jesus Christ sitting with the teachers of the law. But the way that this child was speaking and asking questions to the teachers of the law, to the, to the teachers of the law of the time, they could tell that this is not an ordinary child. But the one who was looking for Jesus was who? It was not the Holy Spirit. Of course, the Holy Spirit knew where Jesus Christ was. The Holy Spirit knew where Jesus Christ was. God knew where Jesus Christ was. It was Papa Joseph and Mama Mary. Mama Joseph and Mama Mary went to look for Jesus because they were the responsible parents in this world. But Jesus was the son, is the son of David in terms of the lineage. In terms of the lineage. And you find this when you go through the book, or the beginning of the book of Matthew chapter 1. And sometimes when you go to the book of Luke, you begin to realize that when you go, they go through the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, we find that he is coming in the lineage of Jesus, of, of David. And the reason why that was important is because it was said that Messiah... Who's the son of God? Who's the savior of Israel? Will come through the lineage of David. Then for Bartimaeus, this is not Bartimaeus. The Bible talks about this one. It's the two blind men. The Bible says that these two blind men, they they, they heard that Jesus Christ is passing by. When they heard also that Jesus Christ is passing by, like Bartimaeus, the Bible said that they begin to shout, And what they said, they said that, Son of David, have mercy on us. 
son of David, have mercy on us. You know, then what touched Jesus is when they were shouting, son of David, have mercy on us. Because for them to look for help and call upon Jesus, they were calling upon Jesus because they believed they had faith that Jesus Christ can do something and Jesus Christ is not an ordinary person, but Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Jesus Christ is the Son of David. Then when they said that, Son of David... Jesus Christ was touched. Then they said that these two blind men, they knew who I am in the spirit. I want you to get this. Jesus is interested upon those who know who he is in the spirit. Jesus is not interested though to those who know uh, Papa Mary, Mama Mary, and Mom, Papa Joseph is not interested in that. Because those who know Jesus um, in the flesh, they can't connect to the spirit and they can't receive in the spirit. But only those who receive Jesus and who connect with Jesus in the spirit they are able to get the spiritual things that Jesus Christ have for them. What I'm saying, the Bible said that one day, he went to his own hometown. What I'm talking about is found in the book of Mark chapter 6. He went to his in hometown. The Bible said that he had a miracle service there. And he wanted to perform a miracles. He wanted to heal. But the Bible said that Jesus could not perform any mighty miracles except any mighty miracles except laying hands upon the few people who were there Amen. and they were healed. But the Bible said Amen. that, and he was surprised. The Bible said that this day when he wanted to perform miracles, he was surprised he could not perform miracles. And what made him to be surprised, it was because of their unbelief. And when we go downwards on that chapter of Mark chapter 6, the Bible said that they were, because they took an offense at him. And they said that, ah, this is the son of Mary, this is the son of Joseph. We have got the brother staying among us, and uh, if we have married his sister, ah, where can he get this power to perform miracles? And the Bible says that that means these people, they did not identify Jesus as the son of David. They've identified Jesus as the son of Papa Joseph and Mama Mary. But if they wanted to receive from Jesus, they were supposed to identify to Jesus and connect to Jesus as the son of the living God. You identify with Jesus in flesh, you lose your miracle. But you identify with Jesus in the spirit, you touch him because you know that is the Messiah. You know that is the miracle worker. You know that is the one who's coming from above. 
He is not yeah. interested by people who will come and say, Ah, this is the son. This is the son of Joseph. This is the son of Mary. But he's looking for somebody who's going to come and say, Jesus is the son of David. I want to ask you tonight how you, how you know Jesus determine and how you know Jesus and how you approach Jesus. It determine what Jesus Christ does for you. It determine what the Lord do for you. But if you come and you go to Jesus as you are saying that he is the son of God. What is it to you? If you want him to be your Lord and to be your savior, you have to connect to him as the son of God, as the son of David, not as the son of Mama Mary and son of Papa Joseph. Because Mama, Joseph, Mama Mary and Papa Joseph are people of the flesh. In order to get a miracle, you must know that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. That's what the Bible says that when he has gone indoor, the blind men came to him and asked. And he asked them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. And the Bible said that he touched their eyes and said that according to your faith, let it be done to you. According to your faith. When did he hear faith? When did he see faith? As they were shouting. As he saw faith when they were shouting, he saw faith when they said that is the son of David. That's the reason why I said that at the beginning. At the beginning, when we talk about Jesus at the beginning, we say that Jesus Christ is not the son of David biologically. Yes, the lineage is the lineage of David. But... You can't see that. It was not an obvious thing. You could only relate to that by a revelation. I'm saying to us this evening, may God give you a revelation. May God give you supernatural knowledge. May God give you knowledge from above. In order for you to connect with the Lord. In order for you to receive your miracle. I'm trying to say to you, there is a miracle when you connect with the Lord spiritually. When you don't connect with the Lord physically, but connecting with the Lord spiritually by faith, he will be activated to do what no man can ever do. There's something that if I don't touch from the book of Mark chapter 6, you will not get. The Bible says that that's when Jesus Christ, the Bible said that when Jesus Christ, when he went to his own home village and he realized that he could not perform any mighty miracle because they were saying that he is the son of Joseph, the son of Mary. They were connected with him. They were having a, a, a natural knowledge about him about his family and that make them to be distracted not to connect spiritually with the Lord. And the Bible said that Jesus said that can we just pass through the book of Mark chapter 6 so that we can really quote that verse very well. Mark chapter 6 from verse number 4. The Bible said that Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without an honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his home. 
The Bible said that Jesus said that a prophet is is not without an honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his home. That means saying that anyone who is the person of the Spirit, who is the servant of God, is without an honor, unless if they go to the place with the, we know this one, this one is my, uh, this one is my relative, this one we know his mother, this one we, then, if they connect with that person physically and they don't connect spiritually, they lose what they this man, this spiritual person have. Because I want you to get this. In every servant of God, there are two people. There is a spiritual person who is the person, the man of God in the office. And there is a physical person. Then how you approach the man of God determines who you, who you, who you get contact with. I don't know whether you are getting somebody. In every Amen. servant of God, Amen. there are two people. There is a natural person. And there is a spiritual person. A natural person is a human being just like you. A spiritual person is that man or that woman of God in the spirit in the office. In the spirit in the office. Then how, if you approach Jesus as the son of Mary, as the son of Joseph, he can't perform a miracle. You, you, you should second the spiritual man. But if you approach Jesus as the son of David, you touch the office of the Lord. In the same way, in every man of God, there are two people. It's either you can touch the man of God in the office, or you touch, you touch your brother, or you touch your sister. But the problem is, if, if you can touch a man who is like you, nothing will happen. But if you, you can be able to siphon the anointing, siphon the power of God out of the man of God, out of the office, you will get what God has for you. When I'm still talking about this, allow me to go to the book of Matthew chapter 10, which very soon we will be at it. We'll be reading this verse very soon. Matthew chapter 10. Can we just go there? The Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10 verse number 40. The Bible says that anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. Anyone who welcomes me welcome the one who have sent who have sent me. Whoever welcome a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. Then let me tell you this. In a, in a prophet, in the man of God, you can welcome a prophet as a prophet and you receive a prophet's reward. That means a prophet's reward is what his office can deliver. It is what this... What his office, what is the office? The office, what we talk about the office, we are talking about the spiritual things. But if you welcome a prophet as your brother, you will receive what your brother can offer. It's up to you. How you receive the servant of God determine what you will get. 
But if the servant of God is, uh, I can say that maybe a servant of God is your cousin, but this time you are meeting this man of God, loaded by the anointing, and you, you approach him, your cousin, you are, I'm telling you, you're not gonna, you will get only what your cousin can offer. There, sometimes that anointing, even you are touching him, that anointing may not even touch you and help you. Depending how, what, what are you trying to touch? Who are you trying to touch in that person? But if you honor this man of God who is your cousin, and you forget that it's your cousin, and you honor the man of God, you honor the man as the prophet, you will get the prophet's reward. You will, re- you will get what the office offer. Then as a child of God, it depends. Sometimes you want to benefit from your cousin. Okay, approach him as your cousin. But if you want to, you want the anointing of God, the power of God to touch you. Don't forget about you that this man is your cousin. Forget about it Do See the servant of God. Has, the Bible says that with God all things are possible, but with your cousin as a man, is limited as you are. But as a man of God, that man is not limited. I remember recently at, at, my, at my working place that this man, he was struggling to get his children to get school. We were talking as co-workers. Until I realized he has struggled enough. He has struggled enough. He has tried everything. Nothing could work. I said, ah, don't you know I'm a man of God? If I can pray for you, something can happen. A few days ago, he came and said, ah, everything that you have prayed about, all my children now are settled. I said, ah. I said, ah, it's when you approach me, you realize I'm a man of God. I'm trying to tell you that you can approach the man of God as the man of God. You will get what the man of God can offer or you can can approach the man of God as the son of Mary and Joseph. But I can tell you that man is as uh, limitful as you are physically. Then that's why you must look for an office. Look for an office. Siphon the office. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Siphon an office. That anointing is what you need to touch you. And if that anointing touch you, I can assure you the anointing produces miracle. That's why the Bible says that when Jesus Christ was touched, when he heard that, ah, among all these people, nobody is calling me son of David. Only these two blind men is calling him son of David. He said, ah, somebody is ready to receive a miracle. Come here, you blind people. And the Bible said that when the blind people came to him, Jesus said, oh, what can I do for you? He did not ask the whole crowd. And the Bible said that these two blind men say that, oh, Jesus, we believe you you can do this indeed open our eyes and jesus the bible said that he stretched out his hand and he touched them and said according to your faith and the bible said that that anointing did what anointing do the best it broke the yoke 
It causes what no man could solve for years. And the blind eyes open, and these two blind men, they were no longer blind men because of what? The anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Say fire, yeah, 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 I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I said to you, may tonight, may that anointing touch you from every point of your need. May that anointing rectify those blind eyes. Whatever that is stagnant, may the anointing of the Holy Ghost touch and change and do what no man can ever do. Hallelujah. Wow. Then this blind man, the Bible says that after Jesus Christ has performed a miracle, he told them that go and tell no one. Don't tell anyone that you are healed. Don't tell anyone that you are, that you are healed. And the Bible says that oh, when those blind men left, they went and told everyone about what Jesus Christ have done for them. He went and testified. Sometimes some people wonder why Jesus Christ was saying that don't tell anyone. Part of it, you must understand that by this time Jesus Christ have not yet been crucified. And what you have to understand that Jesus Christ was not only here to, to perform miracles. Performing miracles was just the part the part to demonstrate to the new creation that new creation is anointed. What a Christian can do, what the children of God can do when you are born again, that you have got the power to cause miracles to happen. That was the part of what Jesus Christ came to do. He was here to demonstrate that child of God, you have got the power, a supernatural power to do what no man can ever do. And with that power, you can open the blind eyes. With that power, nothing is impossible with God. It was just part of it to demonstrate. But that was not all that he came to do. He came also to die on the cross. One of the ultimate things that he came to do was to die in the cross. It was for him to die on the cross of Calvary, to die for our sins. That's what he came to do. And then, you know, then he will say to them, don't tell anybody, don't just tell everybody about this so that, okay, he can still leave a room for some people not to believe for some people not to believe so that they can be, God can use them for him to be crucified because he had to be crucified. That's why he will tell them that. But in reality, the Bible says that this blind man went out and testified about the goodness of God. 
about the glory of the Lord that God, what God have done in your life. We have talked about this over and over again that your testimony is not your own. Your testimony, sometimes God is doing those great things, those wonderful things, not just for you, but in order for somebody to see the glory of the Lord, in order for somebody to see the power of God. That's why after when God has performed a miracle, don't sit on your testimony. Don't keep quiet about your testimony. Let somebody hear about the great thing that the Lord has done. Let somebody hear, let the devil hear what God have done until he have the heart attack. A testimony, it is meant to be testified. A testimony is not to be hidden. It's not to be hidden. The Bible says that we have defeated the devil because of the power of our testimony. The more you talk about what God has done for you, the more you talk about it, the more you keep even your miracle. The more you keep up your miracle. Because not just everybody testified, but only a person who have received a miracle. Somebody who God has done something wonderful to them. That's the one who testified. And when you testify, it's like you are speaking your faith. It's like you are sealing your miracle. Mm-hmm. It's like you are sealing your miracle. Then that's why, as a child of God, when God has done something big, something wonderful, talk about it. A testimony is not meant to be hidden. And as you testify, God received glory. As God received glory, God seals that miracle. But if God have done something big, something wonderful, something powerful, and you keep it, sometimes you'll, you might lose that miracle because God have not received glory out of it. When you testify and God receive glory, he owes you to bless you again. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. I think it, it, it is going to be a sermon of another day that, you know, when you testify, to testify is a method of keeping your miracle. Let your miracle be like a miracle of Bartimaeus. When he has been healed, everybody knows about it. Generations knows about it. And that miracle, I can tell you, it was permanent. Because if that miracle, the blind of, of, of Bartimaeus became blind, Bartimaeus became blind again. If that happened, God, they will say that, ah, you see, he just testified, but what, you, you see, he claimed that he can see. Look, Bartimaeus is just still walking with a walking stick. But God, in order to make sure that, indeed, what he have done is true, indeed, what Bartimaeus have said, he was gonna, supposed to protect that miracle, that you say, you had to have heard what happened to Bartimaeus, he can see. And when they look at Bartimaeus the following day, they can see Bartimaeus marching on without a walking stick. And they say, oh, indeed, he's a living God. Indeed, he's a miraculous God. Indeed, he's a wonder-waking God. But that happened when Bartimaeus talked about what God have done. That does not happen when Bartimaeus sit on a testimony. That does not happen when Bartimaeus hide a miracle. But that happens when Bartimaeus testifies. If you want to keep your miracle, testify about it. 
That is the secret. And when you testify about it, Jesus will give you more miracles because he has realized that you can be faithful with a little and he can trust you with more. When you are faithful with little, he can give you more. He can trust you with more. Anyway, because of time tonight, I want you to go and pray. Praying even, oh God, if you give me a miracle, I will testify. Give me a big miracle, I will testify. That's how simple it is. Just tell him, if you give me a miracle, I will do what? I will testify. So that his name may be glorified. His name may be glorified. Arikaturugo sikorugo ya teriba Sikorugo shikorugo ya taraba ikaturugo Maya daraba sikorugo ya te Korugo shikaraba ya te Arana kiturugo siya taraba ikaturugo Maya karaba sundurugo siya daraba ya daraba ya gada Arina sakiturugo siya taraba ya te you want to tell you are worthy. You want to tell you are worthy. You want to tell you are worthy. You want to tell you you are holy. You are holy, Jehovah. You are holy, you are holy. Give us miracles of Father. At the point of our need, you will testify. Listen, Lord, at the point of our need, we vow we will testify. We vow we will testify. We vow we will testify. As you have done it for Hannah. As you have done it for Hannah, you can do it for us. Hannah, as she was faithful, will be faithful, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Oh Lord, I will testify. Tell him I will testify. Some of you just need to tell him I will tie. I will be faithful with your time. God, just give me that job. Just increase my finances. I will be faithful when you have done it. I will be faithful when you have done it. To their beings. Say anything which is not of God in my life, in my career, in our countries, in our finances. 
in every sector of my life. Catch fire now. Catch fire now. I command them. I command them. Come out. Come out. Come out. Out. I command them to the abyss. Come out. Come out. Hallelujah. 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 You know, wherever you are, from the presence of God, just receive every blessing that you want. That anointing is there where you are. It's a bit stronger tonight. It's a bit stronger, stronger than other days tonight. Just receive whatever you want from His presence. Just claim that miracle. Just claim it. Just claim it. It's touching you wherever you are. Shikuriyama sotoroboyate. Okoroboyandaraba sotoroboyaterebayake. Just receive every blessing that you want from His presence. From his glory, she could have Hallelujah! Wow, that anointing is, is so it's is so wonderful. Amen. May God give us the grace to keep more of it this fresh wine anyway tonight there may be somebody who want to receive jesus christ as their lord and their savior wherever you are let us say this prayer together say lord jesus christ lord, lord jesus christ you are my lord you are my lord you are my savior you are my savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me Protect me from today. Protect me from today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I know it's a Amen. bit it's a bit early, but um due to the cloud of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I just wanna there are there are one or two people on these ten days who are planting a seed that I want to pray for that seed. I was I thought I was going to do it later, but uh, just because of this cloud of the anointing, I want to pray for them tonight. Amen. Um, Mr. Katha, can you stand up? I want to pray for you.
Listen to me. Every problem is getting solved. And the Lord is blessing you. That's what I'm believing for. Just reach your hands wherever you are towards here, towards that cell phone, believing God for that. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Soak the whole offense to the blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost. Every case is be broken. Mm. You know, that anointing is like a bullet. It's like a bullet. Huh. It's not something that touches the thing of the darkness and survive. Absolutely not. Just turn around three times right now. The Lord is solving all of your problems and blessing you. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Hmm. I, I wish you can feel what I'm feeling. I I wish <laughs> I wish you can feel the anointing that I'm feeling. Some some people you don't know how when do we challenge witches or a demon. We don't it is sometimes in the right atmosphere. With the right weapon, because that anointing is a weapon. Then, not everybody knows it, of course. Most of the time, the flow of the anointing is personal. It's personal. Anyway, Kenneth, are you there? Kenneth, are you there? Amen. I know his phone usually make noise, then that's why most of the time the phone is on silent. But I have to I have to pray for him tonight. Kenneth. Can you hear me now? Very, very well, but your phone makes noise. It's just that I don't know. It, it comes out with the nature of the phone. Don't worry about it. It's nothing you can do about it. It's the nature of the phone where we, we know there are some certain phones when you connect with them. They have got echoes and stuff like this. I don't know what happens in the bigger life. But anyway, we want to believe God for him, for God to bless him. And let that anointing fall upon him. Wherever you are, please put your hands towards Kenneth, wherever you are. Every problem is solved. You know, there's something which is touching you. I don't know. Focus on that anointing. That's what matters the most. It's what is matters the most. That's all. Stretch your hands towards him, wherever you are. In the name of God. Jesus Christ. I soak the whole of him into the blood of Jesus. Into the fire of the Holy Spirit. As all goes. Every curse is be broken. And I speak blessings. I speak faith. Just turn around three times. The power of God is falling on you there. Mm. Something is touching you there. You may not be aware, but it is. I can feel that anointing. It's blessing you. And everywhere you are, anyone, wherever you are, you are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I say you are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, 
you know, to those who are partnering, please, after when you partner, please just notify me because sometimes it's just because I did not, I don't, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying, but I want to pray most of the time to every partner. Then sometimes you may be wondering, why are we not talking about this, receiving the prayer? It's because I'm, just notify so that we can pray for together. Hallelujah. Amen. Say my family is blessed. Say it like we're not speaking an empty word. There is anointing. Speak it like you mean it. Speak it like you want it to happen. Say my family is blessed. Say my career is blessed. My everything is blessed. Say in every sector of my life. Let there be progress. 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 In the name of Jesus. I say every problem in our life is solved in Jesus' name. I, say, I want to say to you congratulations. Anyway, tonight is day number three of ten of our prayer and fasting. We are left with seven days. Tomorrow we're going to be seeing that we are left with six days. And every day we are planting those seeds. And to every seed that touches the anointing, let that yoke be broken. Let that yoke be broken. Let every seed multiply. Father, let that seed multiply. Let there be multiplication. Opening of opportunities of more sources, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Anyway, tonight, let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 